Forward Podcast, yeah. Yeah, man. Everybody wants to rule the world. See where I'm going with this? Because uh, this event started today. (laughs) The World Cup. Who's going to rule the world? At least the world of men's soccer. I don't know. Anyway. Hey, thanks. <laughs> no, there's not, man. There is no turning back. Once you go, you gotta go. I don't know. Sleep and sleep's been kind of rough uh, recently here. Been sick as a dog the last three days. <clears throat> I'm feeling better now. Just congested, like madly. Hopefully, you're feeling better than I am. Yes, they want to rule the world, man. We're going to move right on here. Yeah. Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Vallum, the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Podcast is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville, but there's really not a lot of that today. But we are going to focus specifically on the World Cup, uh, talk about all of the issues uh, related to this event. It is a very unique um, circus- set of circumstances. Uh, and a lot of people speaking up about it, as they should, because uh, there is a lot swirling around this event. And um, we'll see what happens, right? Who do you think is going to win? We're going to talk about that. And we'll also, like I said, talk about all of the uh, lead-up to it, which has been really crazy. Anyway, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the World Cup love, which is, (laughs) in some ways, there's there's not a lot of it. Anyway, we're going to jump right into it with Joey Cecil. Ladies and gentlemen, special World Cup coverage with Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you? Not sure I'm mentally prepared to d- discuss whatever this event is. <laughs> but anyway, we, I should know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure most people know this, but you are the president of the Louisville chapter of the uh, Outlaws as well, right? That is correct. All right, man. So you have a vested interest in this. Yeah, it's been a nightmare the last couple of weeks getting everything set up and finalized and waiting for stuff to come in and so on and so forth. So, right. so you know, like yeah. I haven't even really gotten excited for the games because I'm worried what's going to happen during the watch parties and what's going to need to be fixed and so on and so forth. Right. Do you want to get into the watch parties first or do you want to wait? Sure. Let's sure. No, we can do that. Um, so we're all watch parties for American Outlaws Louisville, AOL. Uh, AOL Louisville, as we call it for short. Mm-hmm. Uh, the official watch parties are going to be at Saints. Okay. Um, we're going to have, uh, you know, you're, you're going to be able to go downstairs. They're going to have patio seating upstairs is going to be wristbanded and there's going to be a $10 entry fee to go upstairs. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Um, that's going to come with, uh, we're, we're calling it a slightly different viewing experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, than downstairs. I don't want to get too much into that. Okay, okay. Uh, we're still kind of nailing down some, sure. some finalities on that. Mm-hmm. But part of that $10 fee um, will go back towards AO Louisville to mm-hmm. help sustain efforts, as well as towards a free entry and a raffle we are doing nice. that we're going to sell during the World Cup watch parties cool. for a customized jersey. Nice. So every every person that goes upstairs and pays the ten dollar entry fee gets a free entry into that raffle, okay. among other uh, benefits and bonuses as well. But all watch parties, all games at two o'clock will be at Saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be running a limited menu because you know it's World Cup, so we're expecting 
large volume of people. Right, right, right. Uh, we do not, I would put this out there already because I get this question every time we have a major event. Mm -hmm. We do not reserve tables for people. Okay. Everything is first come, first serve. Yeah, man. That's good. That's so, smart. So, you know, like, get get out there. You know, start getting out there on your lunch break. Take mm -hmm. the half day. Really? I mean, that's kind of what I have to do because all the games are the first. Well, do, do, do you want to go over the game, the schedule of the American teams right away, too? Or we could do that first and then get into the actual uh, Well, it's, you know, Monday Monday coming up, we play Wales mm -hmm. in the opener. Mm -hmm. uh, Black Friday, get England, and then we wrap up group play Tuesday against Iran. Okay. Oh, there you go. So those are the days. That Black Friday, you're going to be, dude, it's going to be a mob house. Yeah, I'm I'm terrified for that one. I'm definitely going to make that one. Um, the 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 two two the other two are going to be a little tough with work, but you know, yeah, I could find some ways to work that out. Hopefully, everybody yeah, the, that's the, listening the, to this does too. The problem with the t with scheduling of it is both games are just outside what I would consider a normal Thanksgiving window for right. taking time off. Right, 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 right. You know, mm -hmm. if 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 our games would have been pushed back to like Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, that right. would have been slightly better, probably. Right, 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 right. So, but, you know, we'll make do with it. Um, yeah, so come on out, CAO Louisville. We're going to have a new shirt, a new scarf. We put out the new scarf's design on Twitter last week. Yeah, man. Um, we're going to have new shirts. Uh, it's going to be, shirts going to be $20 a piece. Scarves going to be 25 combo of each for 40 nice. We're going to have new koozies for sale as well. Who doesn't um, love so, yeah. a koozie? I love koozies. So who doesn't? Go. You right. can put an alcohol bottle in it. <laughs> All right, my man. favorite food transportation device outside of the to-go box. Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, we want to talk about all the stuff that was leading up to the World Cup. And isn't this going to be fun? Because it's really important. I think, you yeah. know, this, this event, more than any other by far with the World Cup, has had so much strange around it and so much bizarre. Well, and it, and the, it hits up until a couple of days ago. But yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. This whole World Cup is an exception to normal World Cup policy. Yeah. Every article is another change. Mm -hmm. You know, something different going on. Yeah. Which, you know, we welcome when you're going to a place you've never gone before, but there's also an extreme to it, which is this World Cup. Really? Um, I even came across a word, which I didn't know existed, and I'm sad I know it exists now, mm -hmm. that describes this World Cup called sports washing. <laughs> this is a catch-all phrase applied to any country or regime with a questionable human's right record or rulers who wield their financial power to acquire prestigious roles and stakes within the sporting world. Right, okay. Now, when I read the article about that word, it went deeper than just this World Cup to the amount of money the Qataris and other regimes spend to sponsor mm. or buy teams, mm, mm, mm. you know? But speaking of money, the yeah. controversy around this whole World Cup started because of money. Yeah. Doesn't it whistle, always? <laughs> well, this one was insane. You know, a whistleblower alleging that several African officials were paid $1.5 million by Qatar mm -hmm. for their votes. Uh, then FIFA Vice President Jack Warner, CONCACAF fame, uh, was allegedly paid $2 million to help sway the vote. And then the Qatari state-run Al Jazeera has reportedly kicked in up to $500 million. Unbelievable amount. I mean, Joey, I mean, obviously everybody knows the that region of the world is you're just hip-deep in money because you're hip-deep yeah. in oil. But, you know, the first thing I heard when I heard that, as far as the, the, the representatives were concerned, is that oh, a million here and a million there is like that's them finding loose change on the floor walking out to the car. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, but is does it shock anybody 
that people would be bribed for support in FIFA or the World yeah. Cup. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, man, that's a crazy amount of money too. That's half a that's a half a billion dollars. Oh yeah, and Jeez. they didn't think twice. Right. It just, oh you know, my then gosh. so then once it was awarded, we get in to the the first big issue that was discussed were going to be the playing conditions. Right. Oh yeah. You know. The inspection team for evaluating who would host the tournament said that Cutter was, quote, high risk due to the weather. Recovery times between games would be longer than in a temperate climate, and that on the field of play, more mistakes would be made. Because in the traditional time frame for the World Cup, mm -hmm. the average temperature is 105 degrees. Right, right, right. And during this winter World Cup window, it's a balmy 90. Balmy. You know? <laughs> Stadiums were going to, quote, harness the power of the sun's rays. To provide a cool environment for players and fans by converting solar energy into electricity that will then be used to cool both fans and players at the stadiums. Um, I, I have a question. <laughs> what, like, with that, like, what are they doing to? to I mean, they're, they're all open arenas. They are. So, like, what do they do to cool people off when you're sitting in an open arena watching a game? Well, or just pesky thing of direct sunlight. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they have something. I, you know, I they have to you know have something, or people are gonna die. Die. <laughs> I hate to laugh. Like, I'm not laughing at that. It's just that. Oh well, it's the, it's 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 the mockery of it all. Yeah, man. Um, you know, and never mind the fuckery it's causing to the professional calendar. Yeah. And now we've got people in mid-season going off to play the World Cup. Right. Um, and speaking of playing in the World Cup. Let's talk about Qatari, the, the, the Qatari team yeah, man. who grants citizenships to athletes who compete for them, including 11 on their soccer team who weren't even born in Qatar. And it's legal for them to offer citizenship for cash. I just, it, it's so, you know, we're going to stack a whole bunch of other things already, but even there, just saying that alone. It's so ridiculous because now it's not just it's not you know it's a, you know the World Cup the spirit of the World Cup is people from your country representing your country. Now it's whoever you can pay for that that doesn't oh, have yeah. a cap. But that's that's I always mean, been their style of sports. I mean, I remember watching one of the Olympic Games recently. The Qatari sand volleyball team was two Brazilians, <laughs> and I'm just going, you you don't have sand and cutter. You don't you don't have the ability to line off sand and. Put up a net. I don't know, man. It just. But you know what? The only good news with that is when the World Cup was awarded, right. Cutter would have been the worst team to ever participate. Okay. Now right. they're at least up to the 49th in the world. Right. You know, right. on the hard-earned backs of people from other countries. Yeah, it's not, there's not a whole lot of fun coming up with this. Yeah. Um, one last thing before we get into the huge issues, just the cost of this. This is the most expensive World Cup ever to this point. Mm -hmm. $220 billion. Jesus. And so there's basically no soccer infrastructure there. So you know, they had to build infrastructure. They had to build uh, arenas. They had to build hotels. Um, but you know what? At the same time, these people should be hosting these events for that reason alone. Mm hmm because they can withstand that financial burden. $220 billion is nothing to them. Nothing. We talked about millions. This is nothing right. to them, too. Right. Meanwhile, South Africa is still recovering right. from the World Cup they hosted, and mm -hmm. Brazil had riots in the streets. Yes, they did. And that's those you stadiums, were all, like a whole bunch of them, have already decayed into nothingness. One of the stadiums in Brazil became a prison. Yeah. <laughs> What a but, what a metaphor. <laughs> you know? Oh these God. guys can handle the cost and that is the only reason oh they God. should ever be debated for hosting. 
Yeah, and I mean, if you're going to buy it, look, you can't you can't jump down anybody's throat for trying to buy their way into having a World Cup because everybody does it to yeah. an extent. But this was so over the top, Joey, even from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Just like I, I you know, it, it, these these stadiums are going to be completely wasted. But oh, the, yeah. but the thing is, like you were just saying, the only thing I really want to say about any of that is that two hundred twenty billion dollars for a sporting event. And it's not even gonna. It's not even gonna like cause them any consternation whatsoever. It's not gonna cause nope. them any grief. It's, it's, nope. it's so sick how much money is in sports now, Mike. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you want sick and controversy? We haven't even scratched the surface yet. Oh yeah, I know. I know. You know how about the migrant laborers that make up ninety five percent of the country's total working population, dude? Since twenty ten, migrant workers have faced delayed or unpaid wages. Forced labor, long hours in hot weather, employer intimidation, and an inability to leave their jobs because of the country's sponsorship system. Mm-hmm. When E60 visited Qatar in 2014, it found many of these workers living in squalor. Their passports had been taken, and they were forced to work in unbearable heat with no recourse or change to jobs or return home. Mm-hmm. Payment was inconsistent and at times non-existent. They regularly work seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Um, Joe, I'm going to price this right this. Damn How man. much do you think they make a month in American dollars? I'm going to say. What, what would you expect from a country as rich as Qatar? Well, obviously, you know, you would you would hope that they make several. I would like to see a thousand. Maybe. Okay. They make about 275 a month. Jesus. $82 for food and another 137 if their sponsors don't provide housing. Uh, workers also cannot, also cannot change jobs or leave the country without their sponsor's permission. Mm-hmm. And they can be arrested for having a second job. <laughs> so how, how how isn't this slavery beyond they get paid a little bit? Right. It, it's and, and, Joey, the argument is always just, well, they chose to do it. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, about that. that yeah, about that. You know, that's just not right. That's yeah, you also say that, but then I can also say, well, the Qataris chose to treat them like shit, too. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. It's not a good, it's a, it's a ridiculous argument for you people know? to sit oh. there and say, well, you know, they, they chose to do that. That's not the point. There's yeah. still a level of decency and, and, and respect and kindness that you should show people other than, you should feel grateful while you're crawling around on your knees. Trying not to die of thirst and right. heat-related stroke. Or anything else that goes on in non-monitored, you know, like, you know, well, whatever else is speaking, going on. Jeez. Speaking of dying, yeah. a UN report said 50 migrant workers died last year, and there's been over 38,000 work-related injuries. But reports are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, another report said over 400 Nepalese workers have died alone. The Guardian reported last year that 6,500 South Asian migrant workers have died in Qatar since the country was awarded the World Cup. But a government official for Qatar told CNN that there have been three work-related deaths yeah, in this, on stadiums and 37 non-work-related deaths. Of course. Of course. And there are questions, how, how many? How many then? Yeah, you never... You, you know? Don't, you don't know. And that's... it's. And, and you know what the answer is? One is too many. You hear that? I mean, an accident on a building site, you know, may may be explainable. But you're talking well upon thousands. And And then, uh, you know, one article I read, one of the doctors said, you know, they can claim non-work-related deaths. But the thing is, a lot of the deaths are from the heat and the lack of protection from the heat. And it happens off the clock. And they just consider that a non-work-related death. Just because it didn't happen while they were on the clock. (sighs) 
and, and, and we're going to get into other things, too, about how this government has done their thing and how willing everybody's been to just sort of go along with it. Because you know, we'll get into that. It's just, I, I mean, it's stunning. That's all, when you hear these numbers of thousands upon thousands of people dying to put on a sporting event, and then the billions upon billions upon billions of dollars that are spent for it, you sit there and you say, you know, how, how, how much of a disregard for human decency can a bunch of people that are running an event have? You know, that's, the, that's where I go well, with all of this. It's just... There's, there's one more slap in the face to human decency on this topic, at least. Mm-hmm. Qatari Labor Minister has rejected the idea of a remedy fund for yeah. injured workers and families of deceased workers. But even FIFA is on board with the idea. Of course. Gee, what a shock. Do you know how bad it is when FIFA is on the right side of an yeah, issue? That is a shock, bro, because they would... Because, yeah, well, the, there's a little bit more of, of contention coming up. We'll talk about it, but there there's... Yeah, you have to be, I mean, you've just got to be right outside the door of hell. <laughs> I Because mean, that's what FIFA is. <laughs> you've got me You got me sitting in the middle going, well, I did support this issue for a second. Right, 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 right. Now i got to be on the same side as FIFA? Yeah, I know, exactly. I just, oh. Yeah, man. I, well, mm-hmm. please well, continue. We, we, got, we, we got other problems that have come up, too, in terms of non-laborers. Yeah. Um, Cutter, a peninsula smaller than Connecticut. Mm-hmm. The smallest World Cup host in history mm-hmm. is set to host an estimated 1.5 million fans. Mm-hmm. There are already reports of accommodation concerns. Oh, yeah. In March, they only had 30,000 hotel rooms, 80% of which had already been booked by FIFA, mm-hmm. by teams, by officials and sponsors. The Gulf State said that they would deliver up to 130,000 rooms in time for the tournament. But another problem has been the pricing is ridiculous. Yep. The, quote, budget option is $207 per night and equates to nothing more than essentially a tent. Yeah. Nearby, this this one blew my mind beyond all that, was nearby major cities in the Middle Eastern world are offering themselves up and offering, quote, shuttle flights to the games. So now we're taking international travel just to get to the game. Jeez, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. On game day. You know, that's, and then, you know, we came out with an article that, that you sent my way about Cutter was paying people to come to the World yes, Cup. Yes, yes, literally. That in itself is insane. Yes. But now that those people have been told their cash has been cut. That's <laughs> it. Specifically, from- specifically their per diem for food and drink. And when I read that article, Joe, the thing that blew my mind the most was Cutter claims it is due to the backlash that they are paying fans to come. And I'm sitting there going, so what the hell is the matter then? Right, right. Why are you cutting it once they already found out? Mm-hmm. What is the problem then? I, dude, I don't. I, it's when I saw this article yesterday. This is it's Saturday. We're doing this, and when I saw this article, first off, a lot of people that I know that are very into this World Cup thing were like, "Are you surprised by this?" And initially I was like, I kind of was, but then when you, you know, we'll wrap it up later on, but with everything that's going on, no, you can't be surprised by this at all because the basic disregard for human decency being displayed here and the lust for money when you're already sitting on a mountain of it, it's just unbelievable. Imagine these people, and they just use these cats. You know, oh yeah, we'll give you some money when you come over here, and then you're two days before before the event. Now nah, we're not giving it to you. Ha ha, ha ha. And it's just like how, the audacity. But 
the, the audacity of it, it's just mind-boggling. The audacity of this, on, on the scale that they're doing it in, and these these hotel rooms, quote-unquote, I heard that some of them are, are um, <clears throat> some of the things they brought in are, are abandoned uh, train uh, yeah. cargo things, whatever they're called, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're, they've you know basically they're putting their. Tr- Can you imagine being in some piece of metal in ninety five degree weather? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, oh and the other problem God. is you know in the desert, and it's not just the heat in the desert like that at night. Mm-hmm. You have temperature drops big time. Right, exactly. They have to be they have to be insulated from the heat and the cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but hey, hey, hey. You know what? Let's let, let's give the Qatari some credit. They, they they are standing firm on a couple moral issues. Of course, like their quick turn on alcohol. What unbelievable! This is this happened yesterday too. Yeah, so so up until yesterday, alcohol sales would be allowed in special zones during the tournament, outside the stadiums and in fan zones. Mm-hmm. Uh, until y- yesterday, when a abrupt turn two days before, now completely banned alcohol in and around the stadiums. <laughs> Only in fan venues allowed, um, which has opened themselves up, FIFA especially, Major to involved. potential litigation oh, no doubt. from major sponsor Budweiser, yeah. who has a $75 million sponsorship deal. But hey, guess what? Bud Zero can still be sold in the stadiums because you know what I love about alcohol? The taste and no effect. Right, right. Because <laughs> everybody just can't wait to drink Budweiser without alcohol in it. <laughs> That's what I love the most. Oh, my God. Uh, so you know what? Kudos to Cutter for, you know, at least flip-flopping at the last second on that and standing true to their morals. It's... It, it, it wow. you know that adds into the whole deal right i mean the, there's people that have flown over there you know especially start talking about fans from you know country you know western countries you know the whole beer salute thing can you imagine maybe this is a little stereotypical i shouldn't say this but any fan that would be okay i was going to say german but any fan that goes over there where you know the beer drinking and the stein and everything like that is a big part of the fun of it yeah. Right. Hopefully, they didn't come off wrong. Well, um, it's just routines too. Right. Right. You know. And, and um, you know, people that enjoy beverage, if they're responsible about it, and then all of a sudden you're there and like, well, I'm going to be here for like a, a, a week and I can't drink when you told me I could at these events. Well, I mean, it should it's it be just, it should it be important or not? God, I'm sorry. Well, it's not just that; it's the risk of drinking in those fan venues now because Ooh, that's public what I said. public drunkenness is a crime. Yep. And yeah. cutter. And and who's going to be the first idiot? From some country, because it's going to happen, Joey. It's going to oh, happen. Yeah, of course. Some of course. idiot is going to try and sneak alcohol into the stadium, and well, they're, hey, they're going to spend twenty hey, years in you jail. Say that. And we're going <laughs> to, we're Joey. They're going to spend twenty years in jail, and all of a sudden you're going to be seeing free this one, free that one. It's gonna be, no. Well, no. you say that. I think they might be able to sneak it in because Cutter is conscripting civilians <laughs> so to sad. man security checkpoints. <laughs> you're drafted. The conscripts are training to manage stadium security cues and detect contraband. So you know what? You've got a lifelong football fan versus a dude with two weeks of training. Right. Now, he might have a chance. Think about it, Joey. The way the, 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 the way that government has treated everybody, okay? I thought about that last night. Imagine these security people, these, these conscripted security people being there forced against their will, and you know what they're being told. Their authorities are not sitting there going, you know, just, you know, just, be okay i guarantee you their authorities are like we you know here's your here's your um quota mm. and you've got these conscripted people who are going to be forced by their government to say you know what if you didn't catch anybody you didn't work hard enough so what do you think that's going to bring up 
You know, I'm telling you, this is going to be a this is a train work just waiting to happen. Well, uh, but hey, hey, gosh. good news, good news. Mm -hmm. LGBTQ couples can hold hands and kiss in public for now. Normally, a seven month prison term. Right for now, guaranteed. And there, and there are look, even laws in Qatar against unmarried sexual relations, regardless of orientation. Right. Where there are cases of hospitals reporting unwed mothers to the authorities. Yeah, this is so. So, Joe, that's what I'm saying. They're saying for now you can get away with it. But what do you think? Once again, let's let's take this these conscripted dudes or whatever. And you think if anybody sees that that somebody's not going to be so the moral police because that's a thing over there are not going to like jump in these whoever's doing this these people that are just wanting to be friendly or loving to each other and and they're not going to have some shit thrown at them. Come on, man. It's just this you is know, just it's such a shit show. My my my, my yeah. biggest thing about this was was a quote I thought of last night, which was. You know, we have to be respectful of the cultures of the host countries. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you're going to be welcoming the world to your event, you've got to be reciprocal. Right. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. 100%. And this is not a reciprocal situation. It's not even close, but they knew it. You know? Joey, they knew um, it. And, and these acts, these last two things that just happened, you're going to tell me that they just figured, you're going to tell me that this wasn't planned when you see all the way, look at the way that they've treated the people that have come to build their stadiums. Look at the way they've treated their own citizenry. Do you think they give a shit whose feelings they hurt? No, they don't. You know, I'm so I'm sure they. I'm sure all of this was like when they first considered this. Like, like we'll, we'll tell them they can have beer until everybody's here already. Then we'll tell them that they can't, and we got all our money. Of course, they did that. You know, it wasn't like there was some grand moral, you know, uh, struggle with this. They, of course they did. It's so disgusting. Joe, I want to read you something. Yep. All right. This is to tell you how disconnected these people are from the entire world. So we've got Infantino, the president of FIFA. He just said this, I think it was today, or it was okay. yesterday. Yes, sir. And you haven't heard this, right? I don't believe so. I've seen a couple quotes, but I don't believe I've heard the one you've got. Now, he sits there, and in a pseudo-emotional, I'll tell you what, if, if you watch it, and it doesn't seem fake to, to uh, if it seems very fake to me. <laughs> and okay. if I'm wrong, you go ahead and tell me I'm wrong. Listen okay. to what he said sitting there. Quote, today, I feel Qatari. Today, I feel Arab. Today, I feel African. Today, I feel gay. Today, I feel disabled. Today, I feel a migrant worker. The president of FIFA <laughs> at the press conference said that to start it off. Hello? Um, <laughs> first off, I have two reactions. First off, it, it made me think of, of two scenes. Mm. One is I don't know the pop culture scene, but it's the I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. Right, right. And it's just right. him listing those. That's from West Side and Story. Yes, was that it? Yeah, it made me think of that, which is perfect for this 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 metaphor uh, for that. Um, also made me think of JFK's "I'm a Berliner," oh. which just also. But I thought there was a quote I saw that I thought you were going to bring up, mm -hmm. which was him saying, "I think for what we Europeans have been doing for three thousand years around the world, we should be apologizing oh for the next three thousand years before starting to give moral lessons to people." I, I, you know, I don't, I, I you know. Where you where your head has to be to sit there and say today I'm a migrant worker when you consider 
what those poor folks had to go through to build those stadiums. And he's comparing himself, a guy who probably lives on caviar, is going to sit there and, and sits in the, in the nicest suites and does the and probably does next to nothing. And he's going to say, today I'm you, after what they've been through. Yeah. Think about where you're, how disconnected you have to be. How com- Someone cut his cord, his little, like, drawstring, mm. you know, that he spits out all these FIFA phrases. I don't know, man. Someone cut it. Because right now it, it ain't working properly. But, but that's that's the, the level of disconnect. I mean, I mean, there, if there's other things you want to talk about before we get into any of this, the games, let me know because, um, I mean, my summary of this is watching this, you know, the reason I'm going to watch it, I mean, for the most part, it was just like I was, I'm not going to watch it, but hopefully – one person does one thing there that somebody that lives in that area or people that are in that area are going to look at and go, you know what, what we're doing is screwed up. And maybe it starts a train, a, tr- a trend and it's, it starts some level of change because sports can do that. Sports can definitely do that. Um, well, I, I, you know, music, I'll tell you this, that there was one feel good thing already. Okay. Team USA played pickup games with migrant workers. Did they really? Yes. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yes, they did. And they've also said, along with the Netherlands, mm-hmm. that they, they've already announced they will have messaging protesting. Good. Cutter's human rights track record, among Good. other things. Good. Good. And that's, that's, that's the thing you want to see. You want to see, you know, that's the whole thing about having these sporting events sometimes is that, you know, um, no, the last time we did this, Joe, we, we actually tried to record this a couple of days ago, and we decided to just do a separate thing together. Um, you know, back in 30, it was, I want to say it was 32 or 36. I always forget the year. The 36, the Munich, Munich Olympics in 36. When I think Jesse, so. 36. Yeah, I think so. When Jesse, Let me check on that though. Right. When Jesse Owens and, and Jesse Owens won the, uh, well, the first of, I think he won three medals or four medals at that event, but the he 36 won, Berlin Olympics, Berlin. It was in Berlin. Yes. What did I say? Munich? Because yes. Munich was 72, but it, what, yes. we can get into that too. But, um, when when he won the when he won the the gold medal, here's a guy who's living in a country where blacks were being oppressed by law. I mean, we still had Jim Crow going on. It was a bad deal, and he still represented his country, and he was proud to represent his country and his country. That was a really bit of a watershed moment in American history. Um, was, you know, there's been a series of four or five of them over the last eighty years. That was one of them, um, and. Uh, now, I know you know something about the history of this that I had I assumed. Actually, I made a mistake on, but if you want sure. to share the history of that a little bit and 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 what that was all about. So, yeah, um, there's a lot of misconceptions when it comes to the Berlin Olympics and the myth, officially a myth, that Adolf Hitler refused to shake Jesse Owens' hand. Right, right. Um, because he was African-American, because he was American, whatever the case may be. Right. Well, apparently... Uh, the actual history behind that is the Olympic Committee met with Hitler and said he said he only wanted to congratulate German winners. Right. And the Olympic Committee said, no, you either congratulate all or none. Mm-hmm. So he took the none approach. Right, right. And Jesse Owens even said later that it wasn't Hitler who spurned him. It was his own damn president. Right, right. Because Roosevelt didn't call him, right? Yeah. But the whole thing is, is that it's still the the, the moment itself is something the, the the imagery of that and and how it represented and how the American citizen in general responded to that was something that helped push the ball forward a little bit. It didn't push it all the way. We, we're still not all the way, but at least it pushed the ball forward. And that's what I'm hoping we see out of this event. I'm hoping that we see something that pushes the ball forward over there. 
some sort of something. Because that, to me, is way, obviously way more important than some stupid soccer game. But that's what these kind of events could be. And no one can look at these events without being just scratching your head saying, who are these people and why do they do this? It's it's the most bizarre disconnect. I'll even go back to when they had the, when they announced the, uh, did you watch when they announced the groups? Did you, did you see that? When they I did announced not. Which, I did. It was the most ridiculous display of wealth that I had ever seen in my life displaying these things. And it got panned by the athletes and, and by the, by, I'm not, by, by the fans. Completely yeah. panned. I mean, they just had this ridiculously gross stuff going on with, with dancers and everybody just sitting there and they can't clap. And you're looking at it like, this is the elite. This is what yeah. the elite do and why the rest of us are looking at them like, you know, we're getting tired of this bullshit. <laughs> well, the, the the thing is this, is that, you know, you're hoping there's a watershed moment. Mm -hmm. I'm just, Joe, you know me, I'm a realist. Right. Nothing's going to change because they. this is the way they've done business. Right. Well, Nothing in this month-long event is going to change business because once the World Cup is over, mm -hmm. guess what? People are going to forget about it. Yeah. The yeah. majority of the population is just going to forget about it. I mean, I hate to bring it up, but no, think, about, think about – well, no, no. Think about was it two, three years ago? Mm -hmm. The USL right. had all those, you know, racial inequality movement going on. Okay. Wearing warm ups, taking moments of silence. Right. They stopped doing that because it was fixed, right? Well, we yeah, solved yeah, it. Right, 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 right. I we solved it. I understand what you're saying. You know, I'm just, I'm just a realist about it. That you know, it's great that people are discussing this. Right. But once the attention's away. Is the is the movement still going to be there? Right. Well, the, the the other thing I wanted to bring up is it, it, in time, maybe. And we're talking about young people that watch this that live over there. And the last thing I wanted to bring up about any of this, I, I hope I'm not glazing people's eyes over, but we talked about Munich and we had the event in 72 um, where uh, Israeli athletes were killed. Yeah. And there are people that have said if 72 Munich doesn't happen, the 76 peace accords don't happen. Because yeah. or seventy seven, whatever year Carter did that, so it may take some time to get a little bit of the ball rolling. And there's been some stuff, the Abraham Accords, I mean, whatever. I don't want to get to some deep political discussion, but you know, hopefully, though, something happens there that really pushes, you know, that that it, it'll inch the ball ball forward in some other time. We'll see, right? We'll yeah. See. Anyway, let's talk soccer now. <laughs> All right, let's. Take, I've got take off my the, group predictions. Let's take off the geopolitical hat. Yes, man. Which, by the way, real quick, that is another concern over there. Sure. Is the American government, whether it wants to say it or not, is concerned with Americans over there and how they act and how things go because they need places like Qatar as strategic footholds. Of course, of course. So, yay. Yeah, really. <laughs> um. So here we go. I group got, A. Yeah, man. I, we have Netherlands, Ecuador, Qatar, and Senegal. Uh huh. Who do you have coming out? I've got I've got Netherlands first, Ecuador second. Okay. I have Netherlands and Senegal. You do have Senegal. Okay. I think Senegal is probably the best African team at this World Cup. Mm -hmm. I know it's a little rough with, I believe, Sadio Mane is officially out right. for Senegal. Right. right but, right, right. you know, I still think, I still think they're strong. Um, just whether it's out of spite or out of whatever cutter, you're not getting out of the group. No, no. You probably, know, I don't I care think, if it's your home country. I think they're going to be the second to last in this whole deal. Um, so that's A, you have Netherlands and Ecuador. I have Netherlands and Senegal. Right. Uh, group B. Yep. What you got? I got England and USA 
first Same. and second. Yeah. And that yeah, in that order too. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. He's got to get he, he Burhalter has to get this group into out of group play. He has to. I I've set the bar low. I just want to win, but I think okay. a win comes with getting out of the group. Right. I think that, that I think they go those go hand in hand. Right. And I, even if they you shit know? the bed, he's going to be coaching again. So I mean, I'm I'm off that bus because there's I, it's almost like the only thing you could do to not have that job is to quit. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. But for well, me, I mean, I, hey, I, I, hey, I put I, I'm putting this out into the universe. Mm-hmm. Jesse Marsh. Well. Does Just he, does putting he, that out into the universe. He's about to go on some. I mean, well, maybe Leeds is doing pretty good. I mean, yeah. So we'll I, see. Hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Um, group C: mm-hmm. Argentina, Poland, Mexico, Saudi Arabia. Yep. I got what Ar- you got? Argentina first, and a theme here with some of these second tier uh, European teams. They're good this this time around. Yes, they are. These second tier European teams are better than they normally have been. I got Poland second. Yes. So do I. Mm-hmm. And this is not a shot at Mexico, but no. Mexico has been adrift. Yeah, they haven't done anything to make us prove that they're gonna, they can move on in this thing. They've and then you know, there's there's one key key phrase here. Its name is Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, man. Are you kidding? Um, good, good luck, all the back lines in that group. Hear that. Oh, are you kidding? Uh, He's one of my favorite you know, players. So, one of my favorite players in the world. So we go Group D next. We have Tunisia, Australia, France, and Denmark. Mm-hmm. What do you Who do you have besides France? Denmark. Let's just put that out there. You want to talk about a side that's loaded, Denmark. Yes, Denmark I had them is as well. Loaded. We'll talk about them. Yeah. I want to talk about them in a little bit, but I, this, this, okay. this is a good team. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Australia, and one, and one other thing too with the Asia group, Asian, uh, a, as strong as Europe is this time around, I think that the Asia, um, oh, I guess it would be Asia and Middle East group is weak, is weaker than yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. You know? That's very fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have E, we have Japan, Germany, Spain, and Costa Rica. Which Italy should have been in because that would have been the, the Axis group. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to make roasting. a joke about that, but... If Nervous co- grandpas everywhere. Can you imagine Germany, can you imagine Germany, Japan, Italy, and Spain who was an Axis country? Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Anyway. Just nervous, nervous grandpas everywhere. Right, right. <laughs> uh, pretty. It's, this one's about the clearest one for me, Germany and Spain. Yeah, I I wanted to put Japan up there, but they're just not up to their usual standard. No, you know they're not. They, but neither is Spain, right? And, you co- know? and Costa Rica is going to be. Yeah, Spain's still trying to figure themselves out, but they're Spain. Yes, but at some point, talent just takes over, and Spain is the second most talented team in this group. And yeah, yes, absolutely. And Costa Rica. And you know Rica's what, Costa Rica? In- thanks for participating. Yeah, they're going to get the living shit kicked out. Enjoy your flights. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna end up that they're, they're, they'll DFL on this thing I think. Has uh, a team ever rage quit like on Madden Online? That <laughs> might be a Costa Rica, right? Maybe that's funny. So we got Group F: Morocco, mm. Canada, Croatia, and Belgium. Yeah. What a- are you thinking? Another loaded team, Croatia. Yes, loaded and coming off a World Cup second place. Yeah, a absolutely loaded Croatia team and Belgium. I had Belgium winning it the last time, but it's just a, a little longer in the tooth now. And I, well, I, but I, I still got, have yeah, second. I saw Belgium won Croatia too, but I think we still have the same teams. Right, right, right. This this is the Belgian generation's last hurrah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know that so-called golden generation. Yep. This is it. Yep. 
So we'll see. I mean, I wanted to, I wanted Canada to get out for some Concacaf respect, but right. Man, I just can't see it with those other two teams. And Morocco is quietly solid too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You right. know, they get a lot of those. Same with Tunisia, they get a lot of expat players. Right, right. You know, with lineage yes. from those countries. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, like Algeria and Tunisia get a lot of French, mm-hmm. Arab French players. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we go to final group, Group H. Oh, B? No, you, forgot, you forgot Group G, bro. Oh, I'm sorry, G. I'm sorry. I, call, I apologize. Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Group G. You ready? G is in goddamn it. I missed this group. You ready? You ready? What you got? Serbia and Switzerland. Ah. I got Brazil okay. not even getting out of the group stage, man. Okay. See, I have Brazil, Serbia. Okay. So I've got that. The Swiss. I just do not buy the Swiss. I've not done anything to earn my respect. I just the Brazilian team. A couple of the guys that have become feature players. I just don't think they're the same. Richarlison being one of them. Okay. Just not the same level of feature players as back in the day. I just okay. you know I just I, yeah. <clears throat> but I thought if, I think if there's ever been a group where they could get out with not playing their best. Yeah. This is it for me. Plus, you gotta, I got to I gotta, I gotta pick a couple upsets. Just if they hit. Oh sure, I could sit there and it's say it's an NCAA tournament bracket. There's always going to be a, a twelve, a twelve over a five. Yeah, man. You went, I think, fifteen over two. Right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. you went for the high this one. This was this is this is the big one. You didn't me. pick Australia getting out over Denmark. And to- right, right, right. And, but, but talk about another tough squad, Serbia. Holy, yeah, they might as well yep. be a rugby side. And they're yep. big and physical. They score goals. I'm telling you. I'm like I said, the second we always talk about Germany, England. You know, what I'm Italy's yeah. not even in it for God's sake. But the yeah. you know we're always talking about those three teams, the you know, Netherlands or whatever. The second tier of European teams are freaking good, man. They mm-hmm. are really, really good. But those I got Serbia and Switzerland. That's my first upset. So I got I got Brazil, Serbia. Mm-hmm. So we have H now. Finally, H. Yep. Uruguay, Portugal, Ghana, and South Korea. Here you go, man. Ghana one. Uruguay. Okay. Uruguay two. Bye, Ronaldo. He's out. Portugal's done. I have Uruguay one, Portugal two, on the basis of the strength mm-hmm. of Portugal outside of Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which, by the way, side note, listeners, if you have not looked it up, look up the Uruguay video announcing their national team. It yeah, is it was pretty fantastic. good. It is really good. Yeah, it was. I did see that. It was very good. That was amazing. And you know what? Give them give them a group win just based off that. Right. You it's know, good squad. I I just think Ghana is not what it used to be. Yeah, you know, but, South Korea is not as strong as they used to be either, and I think Portugal has enough outside of the Ronaldo bullshit to escape the group. It's really their identity. For me, it's their, who the the identity of the Portuguese team, which has been look. They did okay a couple of years ago in the uh, in the Euros, but you but know they, they won sh- that without him, right? And and, and I just I they I, won a Euro without Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. So I, I but I'm I'm saying I'm just saying I don't I don't see it. I think I think God okay. Is, Ghana and Uruguay. So, so now we have round of 16. Yep. Who do you have advancing in your round of 16? I'm going to just list them off. Hold on. I've got Netherlands. Yep. First big upset, Denmark over Argentina. I have Argentina still. Germany. Uh, yes. Serbia. Yep. Well, Germany-Croatia should be a round of eight, round of four match. Right. That's insane that that's a round of 16. Right, right, right. Well, got- You have Serbia. Um, I have Uruguay over Serbia. Okay, I've got it's my, my my stupid little thing. Um, Serbia, I've got England. Yep, same. France over Poland in shootout. Barely in a shootout. Yep. 
I didn't want to do this, but this I'm I, I'm doing I'm, no. I wanted to do this. I shouldn't. I, I'm gonna. I'm afraid I'm gonna eat this one. But I got Spain, uh, Spain over Croatia. Okay. See, I have Belgium beating Spain. Okay. Just that that that's the one I I frustrated and was anxious the most about. Are, are we in the same group here? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah. And then we got you um, didn't pick. You had Croatia over Belgium, I believe. I had Belgium over Croatia in the group stage. And then I've got right, right, right. And then the last match, I got Ghana over Switzerland. Um, I don't even know where that is for me. Oh, that's Portugal, Brazil. Right. For me, that's Brazil. Okay. So we get to our round of eight. Yeah, man. Who do you got moving on to the final four to I've, steal the uh, dude, CBS phrase? Dude, I got I got Denmark going to the final four. Okay. That's my surprise right. team. You got to have a surprise okay. team. And you know what? There's the reason, I'm, and I, will they? Probably not. But the thing is, there's a feel-good story in this too with Denmark, right. with Ericsson, after what yes, happened to him is. two years ago. If yeah. he can, we need a feel good story in this tournament. I really think, and this is more just me trying to will it into. It would be great to see him have a big run with that team. Like I said, that's a good damn team, man. And then yeah. Germany. Yeah. Okay. Right? And then you got England and France, which should be a great, a great match as I see it. If it happens. Yeah. And then okay. and then Spain. So I have. I went with some chalk, but also just just some for fun because I want to see the ratings. Mm -hmm. My final four has Germany versus Brazil. Mm -hmm. uh, for round of eight, I'm sorry. Germany versus Brazil in a rematch. Ooh, what a match that was. Was it eight years ago or four years ago? Yes, seven to one, I believe. Yes, it was. <laughs> and I have Brazil getting the edge this time. Oh, my gosh. The, my friends, on because I, I know a lot of Brazilian folks from living back in Jersey, and you go back and look at their social media, you would think it was the end of the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then I have Netherlands versus Argentina, mm -hmm. and I've got Argentina. Oh, okay. Belgium versus Uruguay with Uruguay, and then France versus England with France. Okay. So your final your final four, who makes it to your World Cup final? England and Germany. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the Europe, dude, I just, the European teams are so strong. I this get it, around. but you're ready? Go I've ahead, got Brazil it. versus France. Whoa. Because my, 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 cool. my semifinal is, it, is Brazil versus Argentina. It's not like that's a long I, shot. <laughs> I want that. But here's part of my rationale for my final four is Brazil, Argentina, and Uruguay. Mm -hmm. Is the heat is gonna play a role in this? That's and a good I think point. these South yeah, Joe, American teams. Fair enough. That is that's a that's a good point. I think these South American teams, even though they've been playing in England and I'm sorry, in Europe a lot, right. they're used to it no, a lot you. better than these Harry Canes. I hear you, man. Who have only known sixty and wet. Yeah, it's true. You know? Um, no, no, no. I, and I, I think I, France I think France might be the most talented team in the whole World Cup. Right. You know, minus news today, Kareem Benzema might be out. Whoa. Training injury. There you go. But I've got Brazil versus France in the final. Mm -hmm. Your final then is England-Germany. As much as it pains me to say this, it's going Don't home. Don't you say it's going home. It's going home. England's going to win. Joe, I will sever this call <laughs> right now. I do not want to live in that world. Neither they couldn't I. get the job. To all my uh, Scouse House listeners, I love you all. Right. But they couldn't get the job done at home in the Euros. Uh, it ain't happening in Doha <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I just something. I, I don't know, man. You know, and I da, I have Brazil da, winning it. Da, da, Talk about going da, home. Da, da, da. I have it going home to Brazil. Wow. You really think Brazil's going to win the whole thing? I think if I look at it top to bottom, I like their roster construction. Awesome. I think they have some of the most talent in the entire sure. tournament. Right. And in this this kind of thing, I go for, I usually go for talent above all. Wow. 
So That's you, why I have Brazil, France in the final. You got them winning, and I, got, I don't even get them. I don't even have them getting out of the group. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's Brazilian football post Pele and Ronaldo. Right. I just yeah, man. I, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I think I, it's final. I think it's finally time Brazilian football broke out of that trance, whatever they're in. Okay. Man, you know, I just you know, I think I I think you got your clear level ones. You know, you got yours. Your Germany's, your France's, right. Argentina's. Absolutely. You've got a loaded level two like we've never seen at a World Cup. Yeah, it, you're right. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm, you know? I have a funny feeling that one of these second-tier teams is really going to bust run. out. You know, like he, Croatia did last time. Right, and and Croatia's, you can argue that they're better this time. Sure. You know, nah, the only the only downside is you had a four years older Luka Modric. Right, 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 right. right you know, right. But, but but I think the big thing is. scoring I think, so many yeah. The gap, the but then the gap to the next tier down is massive. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, and these groups are not as even as they might have been four years ago. Right, right, right. We know. I mean, like, look, we've got a couple groups, one or two, where we didn't agree on the two teams. Right, right, right. Now, not saying we are prophets and mm-hmm. that you know this is easy. No, no. But on paper, yeah, it's not as strong as a group stage as you would maybe like to see. But that also sets the stage for more upsets. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like my my mine was. When I do something like this, it's more about do I do I think that you know what, what are the odds of Denmark making the semis? Not next to nothing. But the yeah. thing is, is that if you're always looking, there's always going to be that one team, right? So you you just pick you know you pick one out of the hat and and you know and even Switzerland. I mean Switzerland's are granted they're they're not a deep team. I just there's something about Brazil's team this year that I understand that you know they 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 did real they topped the group in qualifying and. I don't know, man. I just when you see guys like Richarlison being so important, such a key member of that team, and is he a great player? Yeah, he's a great player. But is he is he the Neymar? No, no, he's not. And just you know, and that, that type of player, he's just not. I'm sorry. When those teams were as dominant as they were, and I don't know, we'll see. As yeah. I said, it's all for fun. No, oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we covered the the lows and the highs, and we'll see. Uh, hopefully, we can get a. We'll get some people to those those watch parties uh, Tuesday. You said Tuesday, Friday, and next Monday. Yes, and and please bring your cash. We'll be doing cash purchases. Nice man, nice, nice. Yeah, bring your cash and bring your patriotism. Yeah, man. Uh, loud voices, yeah. and you can bring your cards for Saints. They will love you to purchase their goods and services. Yeah, Bruce makes good food. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, man. So, well, there you go, bro. Unless you got anything else yet, I think we've. Uh, I do I, not. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to seeing. There's going to be so many wild cards in this. You know, that's yeah. the other reason I didn't even mention that. This, the, uh, there's this is going to be such a bizarre event that I just feel like there's going to be so many crazy things that happen. That's you're just not. It's going to be completely unpredictable. I think. Yeah, that's fair. You know, so that's fair. All right, Joey. Thanks a lot, man. Joey Cecil, folks. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. A very special. Episode number 53 of the Center Forward Podcast. I want to thank Joey Cecil for his invaluable contribution. Always a lot of fun to talk to him. Always a lot of fun to hear from you. Um, uh, We've been jumping into some pretty heavy topics lately. And, um, you know, it's going to cause some pushback. And there's been a little bit of that. And that's okay. I don't mind if uh, people want to criticize things that are said. Because that's kind of how it's supposed to work, right? And uh, But also the compliments and comments as well. Really appreciate them. Keep them coming, please. Thank you for that. Um, as we said, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share, share 
the love. And it is Thanksgiving, right? This is the week. So um, really wanted to focus on that a little bit here at the end. Uh, it is a very special holiday. It's always been a special holiday in my family. My father loved it. It was always his favorite holiday. And um, it really is one where if you have those connections, I hope you're uh, getting together, um, be it with family or friends or whoever you do this with, um, because those times are really, really special. And um, I don't know, maybe you get a little older and you start to appreciate it a little bit more. I hate to sound so, or hate to say it in such a cliche manner, but it's the truth, man. And uh, even though the season's over, you know, starting to look back at it already. Very thankful for all of the wonderful moments and some of the crazy ones too, even because it's in those crazy moments that maybe you work some stuff out with people and you, uh, you, you uh, not just recreate bonds, but build those bonds in a much stronger manner. And that's what I'm hoping happened for you. Uh, <clears throat> and for me, uh, I just, I'm looking forward to next year, but I'm really looking forward uh, to the near future. Um, gosh, day by day. Because I really feel like we're gonna, we've reached the zenith here, and, and feels like maybe, just maybe, just maybe, we can move on pretty soon. That'd be so awesome. Because you got to move on, right? As hard as it is sometimes, but we'll get there. And I really, like I said, really want you to have a wonderful, safe, happy Thanksgiving. And hey, man, I guess in about a month or so, it's Christmas time. <laughs> so golly, gosh, it goes so fast. Joseph Valla here for the Center Forward podcast. Like I said, episode number 53. Really appreciate you listening. I love you guys. Even if you get mad at me sometimes. <laughs> uh, it's easy to get mad at me sometimes. That's all right, though. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Keep that love in your heart and share the love. I goof around when I say that, but man, that's how you fix the world. It really is. Have a great holiday. Have a great week. We're going to be back next Thursday. So we're going to have a week and a half off here. God bless. Talk to you soon.